Hey, welcome to Suicide Buddies. Before we get started with the show, I just want to let you know, Hampton and I joke around about suicide a lot on this show because we've experienced a lot of suicidal thoughts in ourselves and talked to a lot of friends and family about suicide, so we're comfortable with it, and the way we deal with it is to joke around about it. Please don't think that we take it lightly. If you're feeling depressed, especially if you're feeling suicidal right now, please stop the podcast right away and call 1-800-273-TALK. They're incredible. They're always there 24 hours a day. They can help. There are other options besides suicide. And I know that because you are loved by Hampton. Hampton is in love with everyone. You know just what to do when I look at you. And I don't want to go. They call me I just want to start off today's episode by pointing out that sitting right here in Hampton's living room is Doug Stanhope's book. Hey, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you point that out? And I, just, I don't want, Dave, I, I don't want people to know what I read. I didn't know that you were such a hope head. I really, I really hope Dave doesn't find the Minecraft. <laughs> I've hidden around here. Honestly, yeah, I just want to start off this episode by pointing out that there are 15 copies of the Bible, and, uh, and they're all dog-eared to the same page. The thing about stoning a woman Honestly, for speaking out of turn. You, you talk smack, but God signed every one of those. So. <laughs> those are limited Hampton, edition. No, he didn't. No, he did. He didn't. He said he was God. He, <laughs> he, had, a, he had a dick like it's, God. <laughs> it says Doug Stanhope in all these copies. All right, look, I feel embarrassed, and I will say <laughs> I, I love Doug Stanhope. I think he's a great So do I. But that book, not very good, and I did really enjoy his book previous. I really enjoyed that book, so I kind of bought You know what's so funny? Is like I, I didn't really know what was going to happen, but I knew, I knew it was something worth giving you shit for because i'm a fan of doug stanhope too i've also heard that doug stanhope is like the nicest dude ever he's and you can see from afar that he's like the biggest supporter of comedians but mm -hmm. the reason i give people shit is that uh, his fans tend to be like oh go ahead <laughs> go through the hampton library find the books about bill hicks the ca the caverns of lenny bruce novels that are little Fall at your feet. Dude, not comics. The comics that are fans of comics are fucking comics. <laughs> but, you know. <sighs> no, it's so weird. Mm -hmm. I, 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 It's like I don't read that much. And the one thing I do read all the time huh. is... Because it seems like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go on. Because <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of books in here. I, <laughs> Let's see, what do you got? You got Los Angeles book. That's Is that the name of this book? Yes. Just Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. It's a lot of pages, man. Thank Portrait you. of a City. Wow. I bet you this is a good read. Yeah, this is fun. I'm going to roast your whole fucking life, dude. This feels like a type of bullying <laughs> that I, I'm unfamiliar with. Like, Can I tell like, you, as the person who's doing it, it also feels to me like a type of bullying. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, what are you reading, nerd? But it's like, it's actually looking through it and like, being like, oh, what's this, this Nietzsche? Well, okay. wow. But it's like reverse, like, I'm like, what are you reading? This seems like a non-interesting book you're reading. You should read interesting books, you fucking loser. Hey, man. 
when I come over to your place, do I take the Calvin and Hobbes novels off your off your wall, off your your delicate shelf? No, they're on my wall. They're, they're put, on my no no. They're no. put it pristine. No, Every, they're they're stapled to my wall. They're stapled <laughs> as trophies to prove that you've read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A book. You look look at my five Calvin and Hobbes books, clearly. <laughs> Yeah, people are like, "Do you read it?" I just point behind me, <laughs> and they're mounted like uh, on uh, on like wooden molding. Yeah. Well, when I you know I want to talk about philosophy on a date, okay. I just bring a Far Side you know compilation <laughs> book, and I just uh-huh. put it down. Here's the philosophy. Let's look. Let's really look at this. I mean, you know, you did catch me there. I am not much of a reader, so <laughs> maybe I should. Dude, you got to get into Stanhope. Into Stanhope as a. <laughs> Writer as, as an author li- as an author, <laughs> I mean, I believe it. His you said his last book is good. The one before there was much more of an angle to it, which was his mom dying basically right. over his entire life. Like she was slow. Her so you're health just you're glad his mom is dead because <laughs> it gave you a book to read. Wow. <laughs> You're saying you like the Bible because Jesus died. Uh-huh. So you love death. So you're living out a murder fantasy <laughs> every time you read the Bible. I guess I, I get it. It's funny because like hmm. the fact that you hmm. push back at hmm. all at me making fun of you for this is making me question it. Because yes, for some reason, I think it's something to make fun of you for. <laughs> and I don't really know why. Yes, I think it's good to read books. Let's analyze it. I like Doug Stanhope. But I guess I'm just <laughs> picturing you here. I don't know. I guess I just picture a book written by Doug Stanhope. Like you open it up, it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, so that summer I smoked a dead cat. Like, That's exactly what's wrong with this book. I swear to God. And it would be so funny if it was like a leather bound novel. I'm like reading with like, you know, half, half moon glasses. Like I'm really like looking at it analytically. Like, hmm, interesting. So you fucked the whore in Alaska. Oh, interesting. Mm. And then you flew to Oregon. And, and you fucked no, a whore. It's really, <laughs> but it's, uh, to be fair, I've read a lot of also like even more successful comics books that are kind of like them re- retelling their glory days. Yeah, and it I tap out same like yeah, it'll be like Don Rickles or Bob Newhart, and they start getting into this, these passages where they're like, and then I had to fly to Denver, and I had to do two shows there, and then I flew to that, and it's just like I have z- zero yeah. interest in your road dog. Life. It's yeah. Like, it's like a tread. It's tread territory. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we live it. So I don't want to. Right. I don't want to read about that. But I find even the even like the supposed greats, they always put it in their books where it's like, yeah, I really had no life. I basically lived on the road. Well, that's what's yeah. yeah. I think that's what's boring about it, right? Is it's not mm-hmm. like it is a cool life. Yeah. And it's especially cool because they're living their dream. Like that, so I'm proud of them. But you could sum it up in a book in a fucking sentence. No, exactly. That's, That's why like WTF got boring to me because after a certain amount of time, I was like, cool, dude, you're talking to these comics that you have worked with, but like I know that you know ten times as many failures as you do successes. <laughs> Interview those motherfuckers, dude. What's their life like? What's their road like? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, when I'm reading a, a a compilation of road stories as a book and my road stories are better. Yeah. I'm like, that's not, that's not fun for anybody. I think also like (laughs) we, at least people who make things or people who try to be thinkers or whatever, we, we all, I think feel at least somewhat the same way that by the eighties, the sort of like rock star, fuck everything up story was boring. Yeah. 
the like hair metal bands had broken windows and like done a lot of weird sex shit and and so when I talk to comics, so there's the type of road story where it's success and it's like, oh, I had all this stuff to do. And then there's the other kind of story where it's like, a comic literally said this phrase to me once, I'm not kidding you and forgive me. He was like, yeah, me and the headliner ran a train on a stripper. <laughs> and I was like, I I am not going to go up tonight. <laughs> I no longer want to do the show with you. I'm selling my jokes. <laughs> You're a bad person. <laughs> and, uh, I'm selling my jokes to the audience before the show. You, one you of, do it. The, one of the audience members will open for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't Yay, wanna... we ran a train on Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Dude, me and George Carlin and Ringo Starr so ran when... a train on Thomas the Tank Engine. That's like a guy who words things in a dirty way, but it's not bad. Yeah, me and this train conductor ran a train on the tracks. <laughs> a lot of like, coal in that fire. <laughs> Like yeah, you just that's kept your, throwing coal in the oven. Your job, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kept the train moving. You're damn right. If it did. you know <laughs> what I'm getting at, Dave, penis inside yeah. a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> getting more. There and is more also something aggravated. about like mm. I don't. Maybe you're like this too, but I, you know, we've all had sex in this room, right? Together. Yes. We've had you and I have had sex, okay. right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, like confirm. We can all have 100%. discussions about adult things and dirty things, but then there's terminology like, oh, sure, yeah. you could if you were to tell me like, <laughs> yeah, the headliner and I we met this stripper and we hung out and then we had a threesome. I'd be like, oh, crazy. But if you're like, we ran a train, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, like, God. That's a good thing. <laughs> Honestly, I was really like, I don't know how you can talk about that story without seeming like a scumbag, but you kind of actually did put it in a very, you know what? We went to brunch. We had a threesome. <laughs> we went to brunch. Uh, yeah. You know, her. <laughs> you can have a threesome. We talked a about the Hannah Gadsby special. It was very nice, very thoughtful. You and your friend, and, you, and then this girl wanted to fuck both of you, and you were like, well, well this is cool because we're on tour together. So we should. Uh. Uh, here, I think we should have a threesome because I read a lot of Doug Stanhope novels <laughs> that are leather bound. And I keep in my <laughs> in my library that definitely contains more than comic books. <laughs> I was hanging out with uh, Sharpie, Chris Sharpetier, who we've talked about a lot in this podcast. My roommate, funny comic, love him to death. And another comedian who? who's a friend of mine who I'm going to remain nameless in this story just because he's a good guy who was just using this word. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Jeff. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, he was just kept telling, he was telling us about this girl he was hooking up with and he kept saying fucked. Yeah, so I fucked her there and I yeah. fucked, he kept saying I fucked her <laughs> and he must have said it like eight or nine times and, and a Sharpie, we're at a bar and Sharpie goes, will you stop? <laughs> That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was really funny. Uh, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, sorry. I just didn't, I just really didn't like <laughs> using that word. I want to hear your story, <laughs> but you but keep making it awful? <laughs> <laughs> You're making your own story awful? <laughs> 
please stop. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, welcome to Suicide Buddies. I'm Dave Ross. Hi, guys. Welcome to Suicide Buddies. I'm Hampton Yunt. This is a comedy mental health podcast. If it's your first time here, we tell a lot of fucking dark jokes because it's how we deal. We basically run a train on some dark jokes. <laughs> You're about to <laughs> see two men run a train on suicide. <laughs> yeah. It's the suicide train. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, every week we talk about uh, mental health and uh, depression, oftentimes suicide as it goes. And it's also a way for Dave and I to catch up and have fun with each other yeah. and talk about the world, talk about... Um, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> talk about all, all of our friends that are clearly criminals <laughs> going to get arrested. Our friends? Well, if this Doug Stanhope book is any sort of smoking gun towards the comedy community, I believe we have some deep, dark secrets. He's this is a book of him just outing. He's comedian. outing everybody. <laughs> okay, dude. this is you are kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like Ellen DeGeneres says the N word nonstop. Oh, <laughs> like she man. Gets, she's relatable. <laughs> you know what I've been calling her? I've been calling her Jellen DeGeneres because <laughs> she wears those. Dr. Scholes. You know? <laughs> wow, I'm a very boring no, a, person. Again, we've really gone off on this book that's not very good, but I recommend this book previous. I give you know credit where credit's due. And um, you're not reading anything these days, huh, Dave? No. No interest? No. Well, I was never really... I never liked to read when I was young because it was hard for me. I have a uh, like a depth perception problem that makes it so I like. I've talked to some people who have this this too. It's like a learning disability kind of where you like can't focus on a page really, mm. and there's like glasses don't entirely fix it. So you just kind of like <laughs> intense apathy. I'm a slow fucking reader. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your eyes I'm are like, just like no. I'm like looking at the page going boo. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Uh, I have this learning disability called I don't give a fuck. And uh, Yeah, um, Dave, I have a death perception problem. And uh -huh. that's why I started a suicide podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a bad joke that was worth waiting for. It was good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so you go cross-eyed every time you read this. <laughs> so if I'm to summarize what you're so saying. You're saying you're a fucking idiot. You basically, your <laughs> eyes roll back to the back of your skull. Yes. You start I farting. I have a seizure every <laughs> time. <laughs> I fart. I have a fart seizure every time I... No, no, no. I, I mean, it was never that bad, but it just uh, like made it difficult. And uh, so I didn't get into it. And then I like stayed not into it. Even though whenever I do read, I tend to like it. It just doesn't... I don't know. It just doesn't grab me. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely enjoyed it. But I mean, the recreation side of it that I see other people do where they're like, I'll just take out my book. Just yes. Just keep going with my book. And I've even, like, while reading Stephen King's book about writing, him talking about the value of a book, how it is this weird thing of you can just pick it up and just start over. Like, you just start right where you left, and it, it's pretty seamless. Like, you can dive right. back in. I was like, that is true. I also, it's it's too late for me. <laughs> I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorry, Stephen. It's not going to happen. Yeah, dude. I'm not going to read The Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to read your nine books Seem, about a cowboy and man. Apocalypse. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like read, reading for recreation, I have to get something out of it. And that is why I typically read books that are basically by, by stand-up, uh, oh, about yeah. comedy, about like our line of work. 
Like, I'll read a book about podcasting, no problem. Have you read podcast books? Joe Rogan's Bible. Sure. Did you really? No. Okay. <laughs> I wish there were books about podcasting. I, there probably are some. I read enough websites about it that that's what makes me say that. I'm like, I would absolutely, I'd be like, oh, here we go. You mean like the Starburns audio website? <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these podcasts. How to make friends.com. <laughs> I read a lot of websites. <laughs> How to make friends. How to kiss girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do wonder though, like I even periods of time right now where I um have leisure time, which is not the case at the current moment, but when I have like spare time. I don't, it's hard for me to settle. And one of the problems I have with a book is that I don't know when it's going to end. It, like watching a movie or a TV show, I know exactly the, that length of time. And I just have like a pretty scheduled life. So I do wonder if when I get older and I like have time and I don't have as many obligations like sitting in my head. Uh, if my maybe I'll get into reading. <laughs> it's like as we talk about this, I just can't help but think of the visuals of just like <laughs> us having this conversation. Like I just can't wait to honestly have free time, get back in reading, and like you pull out a Where's Waldo, just like you know, just get back to the simple thing. Like, really, I want to read to my children. You know, <laughs> I want them to get the same experience. I'm reading Where's Waldo, literary. and my kids walk in and read them Infinite Jest. Like, sit down, get ready. I get the Waldo. You get the infinite jest. Totally. And they're sitting there and then cut to their faces and it's just skulls. And you're like, I thought it was a joke book. <laughs> it's the like title. that scene at the end of <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where as I'm reading to my kids, their hair recedes <laughs> and uh, an old man says, they chose poorly. <laughs> Where's Waldo? And it's like the 9-11 like... <laughs> Ground zero. Can't find his body in the wreckage. Wow. Where's Waldo? That's so crazy. Where the fuck is he? Oh my god, Hampton, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh wait, here's Wizard Whitebeard Scroll. That is so. <laughs> We're getting close. Wizard Whitebeard left to scroll. A 9/11 movie called Where's Waldo, dude. <laughs> that's oh, so funny, dude. Oh my oh, god. god. Extremely wears and incredibly Waldo. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, that deserves man. a lot more than I can give it. And I swear, that would have gotten like an applause break if this had been a live show. Like, I would have been jealous at how much the audience would have been applauding. <laughs> Uh, well, honestly, you saying that makes me feel good now. No, but I, I don't okay. need it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but when I say it now, it's like speaking of September 11th. Oh God, I know. And yet, by the, I we have to say this every time. Again, complete happenstance. I swear to fucking Christ, booking this, is this not date. Funny. Wait, <laughs> I didn't. Are you serious? Is it actual happenstance? Well, yeah. Whoa, I was. Like, I didn't know Here, that. Here's the week I had a veil. That was the date they had. And I was like, wow. you better believe we're booking <laughs> yeah, that. Dude. So they, I mean, I was 100% like, yes, but <laughs> that was the date they offered. Wow. I didn't, I <laughs> no. found that out right now. <laughs> I think I'd mentioned it once, but I, I just love it. I mean, yeah. No, I, you'd said it a bunch of times. I just thought you were kidding. <laughs> 
I, I really did. I, <laughs> uh, it's all a hoax, folks. We're not going to be in New York on 9-11 at Union Hall. Please don't buy tickets at HamptonYunt.com or DaveToTheRoss.com. Which, to this day, the name of the event is Hampton Yunt and Friends. You're my friend. I, <laughs> that's true. You're, you're in. That's true. You're technically in. Um, have we booked other people on it yet? Uh, no, we have to figure that out. We should do that, dude. We should absolutely do that. We should do that. Yeah. I Let's was, do it. I was figuring out some dumb like Facebook ad stuff today. Oh, we should do that, too. Uh, well, <laughs> I... I Fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta. And I mean, uh, we'll book someone really fun for the New York shows. We have a lot of friends that we want would like to bring out, and then we'll be in Houston September twenty eighth. Uh, we're My doing birthday. a show, yeah, Dave's birthday show. Bring a cake, everybody, bring a cake. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're September 11th in New York City, September 28th in Houston, and then also we separately are doing a little bit of touring. I have a show, I have shows in Asbury Park, New Jersey, uh, Boston, Portland, Maine, uh, and uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, and that's all on my website, DaveToTheRoss.com. Yeah, and I'll be in, uh, it's going to be starting in uh, late August here, uh, San Diego, then going to Wilmington, North Carolina. Then New York, Chicago, and then Madison. Uh, what are you doing in Madison? Some shows that just got set up. Oh, you're, are you doing the club? Um, no, oh, no, okay. no. Um, Dude, I can't cool. remember what they're called, but they're, they seem really nice. They just kind of like messaged out. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, so check out uh, tickets there on my website on Dave's and come see us on the road. Like yeah. we really love it when people come out. Like you guys come are the on. best audience members because you know you get it. You get it, dude. <laughs> You get it. Fucking like. Also, my album comes out August 23rd, which is next fucking week. The website to buy it is sex.guns.beer. Uh, <laughs> now that, that's like where the podcast sounds not real. <laughs> like True. being like, I swear to God, that booking date, I didn't know. <laughs> but you're like, but seriously, I need you to buy this album. Go to fart.penis. I don't know though, man. I feel like if you've listened to more than one episode of our podcast, you <laughs> saying that you didn't mean to book a show on 9-11 is a little crazy. Uh, oh, the so conspiracies the, begin about the, when I booked the 9-11 show. Was it an inside job? Did Hampton know about the booking before? You know what I... Did Bush know? Did I, the Clinton? I, well, we'll get into it. And I, I text you about this, but uh, on September 11th, when we perform in New York City, um, on that day, 9-11 turns 18, finally. We can finally... <laughs> It's true, you pointed that out. Finally, we, we can, can fuck finally 9/11, fuck it. Dude. We can finally, dude, we can fuck it. Let's call Chris. Let's call Sharpie right now and yeah. tell him that we're going to fuck. We're going to fuck 9-11, dude. Fuck. And he'd be like, could you not? <laughs> could you stop it? That was his reaction when it happened. Yeah. Could you not? Could you stop, Osama? Um, could you stop this? Listen, I want to listen to the rest of what you're doing, <laughs> but you're going to have to meet me halfway. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so, so anyway, buy my album at sex.guns.beer. Yeah. It's a real website that I bought and made. Uh, you can get it digitally or as a flip book. It's a pre order right now, but next week, August 23rd, it comes out. It's kind of a shit. way to see you on the road without seeing you on the road. I know, dude. I mean, buy it. I wish this, pod <laughs> I wish this podcast could do that, but yeah, <laughs> that's impossible. I, I wish this podcast was us. <laughs> performing for you what are we talking about this week hampton because i'm losing the flow 
Uh, we are gonna be doing a Jeffrey Epstein ep Epstein ep Epstone Jeffrey in the episode. I think an Epstone is Epstone. We're talking about the global elites. We're talking about the conspiracies, all the things which we found out just prior to recording this. We are completely divided on are we no i think i think i'm ready to accept almost any theory oh and yes it sounded like you were pretty reasonable on it when oh we yeah talking. well i tend to yeah i i don't yes i'm not a conspiracy nerd not nearly as much as you are but i also i don't really care <laughs> Except to the extent that I want the the horror to stop. So you know what I mean? Like I yeah. like I think that like that the fact that Clinton and Trump and right. all these people seem to be involved, we need to uncover that. That right. definitely seems real. But whether or not he was murdered or whatever, the only reason I want to figure that out is to sort of suss out what is happening right now and who is trying to cover something up. Otherwise, I don't really give a fuck if he was killed. It honestly feels to me, there are plenty of reasons for him to kill himself because he's a fucking narcissist, rapist, fucking manipulator. Oh, that's what they'd have. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, well, that's the thing. That's the problem is like, when we get into this argument, yeah. it's like, becomes sort of recursive mm -hmm. where like, one thing cancels out the next because something that a rapist, manipulator, who doesn't care about other people would do is kill himself before he get, he had to atone or face up to this shit. Yeah. But also mm -hmm. someone who created a massive conspiracy that hurt thousands over the course of decades and involved a lot of powerful people could have been murdered. Yeah. And I don't really give a fuck which one. And of those <laughs> yeah. two theories. Mm -hmm. Now my third theory, <laughs> why he committed suicide. I think he didn't have enough water. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. We're gonna All be right. gonna be taking a break. I I think that's uh, good. Good uh, intro into what we'll be talking about in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Drink water. Don't go to prison. <laughs> Don't go to prison. take a second uh -huh. to just think to ourselves how we're going to talk about this right without arguing uh <laughs> which was my my concern which i was way out of way out yeah, of Hampton, because i think because we were talking off mic before the episode and i said something like i think he killed himself in like a final act of selfishness and then you were like or did he kill himself at all and then that could be interpreted as us disagreeing, which it is. But the pro but the thing is also like I have so little information about this that right when you said that I was like, yeah, or he got murdered. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I like it. It's or I care, but I like I said before the break, like I, I care because no, yeah, there are victims. No, I only <laughs> just wanted to not like have some disagreement about some sort of misunderstanding. But I think what's an interesting point you'd raise before the break is just like you know that's like the, that's how people should react to a lot of news stories it's just like i hope justice is done like what do you what do you mean what do i think of the story yeah. i hope that justice is done and like 
the older I get, that's kind of more how I feel. Like it yeah, has yeah. a function. I, I don't need the gossip element of it. I, I really yeah. don't. Because it's death. And that's what the fucked up part of it is we're talking. I, I was just on Mean Boys podcast, which is one of my favorite podcasts. And uh, they asked me if we were going to do an Epstein episode. And I said no, <laughs> because I just assumed because it was so recent, we, mm. we tend to not do recent shit. And uh, then we joked around on the podcast about how Connor McSpadden, one of the hosts, was like, well, yeah, you don't want to upset his family. <laughs> 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 no, I, I, I was like, Dave, we have to do Epstein. Yeah. Man. Like, this dude's a right. fucking pedo. We can feel great about it. And also, by the way, folks, mm -hmm. this isn't going to be a traditional one where we do some sort of deep dive into his history. If anything, it'll be more about the world today. I think. Yeah, like. Yeah. I, I was telling you, like, I'm really just fascinated with people's takes on this, predominantly why it like inspires so much conspiracy, is great. But I think you know, if people have an interest in this sort of thing, I would also just say that the reason I'm so fascinated with this one is like, if you're into conspiracy theories, this was like a fat golden egg. Yeah. Just like laid in front of you of like, do you like Googling, you know? <laughs> do you like Googling? <laughs> do you like Googling? Do yeah. You Google? <laughs> do you like this shit? Mm -hmm. And I, I've just been on a spree. I love it. And I mean, when, <laughs> I, love when, it. I, when I woke up to the news, like I checked Twitter. and was like, you know, Epstein has committed suicide. I like woke up Georgia and was just like, guess what? <laughs> guess what? It's like it was Christmas. It's like, guess what? <laughs> it's like, oh my god! To me, it had it was like this is conspiracy. There's like global pedophiles and like suicide. This is just like I'm that type of guy that this is so salacious to. When I uh, see this news story, I'm right. like, yeah, yeah, justice, whatever. <laughs> uh, Who's going down? Right. Like, who's getting got right. in this thing? And I, I'm like, to me, this is more entertaining than The Godfather, you know, because sure. like, this is the real, you know, like <laughs> mafia type shit. Right. So I take a weird So you're up like interest. Epstein's audience. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, who he does it for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, Please I couldn't do it, it without my fans. <laughs> I couldn't do I, it without the fans. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you fuck. Guys, we said we were going to joke around about some dark shit. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, well, that's... Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fine. I think that's the case with a lot of people. This one is so interesting, though, because it's like... It's now, mm -hmm. and it's... I don't even like saying this word. It's so horrifying to me. It's rape, dude. It's right. it's years and years and lots and lots of rape. And so it's just like, uh, oh, fucking yeah. God, man. Like, I don't, I want to find out what happened. Have, have like, that. let there be atonement in whatever form possible. Now he's fucking dead. And that's what I meant. Like, so even if it wasn't suicide, mm -hmm. So it was either him or the people that he conspired with who completely removed the possibility of of moving on completely from the victims' lives. They did that. That's the thing that they did. Yeah, your thoughts uh, are really with like the case and the, the, the victims. And I the, the Well, I yeah. sympathize a lot with the people that went through it, uh, or I guess maybe empathy is a better way of saying it, because uh, I certainly did not go through what they went through. But... Uh, but I just think like, yeah, it's it is it's about finding out what the entire conspiracy is. But also, I don't want to glaze over the reality that there are human beings 
who were their their whole life have been like no have been just gaslit about the fact that they were passed around and had their childhood taken away from them and they were on the brink of like just I just can't even imagine how relieving it would be to have had that much of like horror in your life and to to see just see this motherfucker on trial. Just the sight of him on trial and people being publicly like, fuck him. Yeah. How fucking relieving that would be. Like, I saw yeah. the Mountain Goats live once, and after a song, John, John Darnielle said this thing that I'll never forget. He was like, there's this amazing thing that happens to you, this freedom that you find when your abuser dies. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So now he's dead, and they're free of that. But there's no acknowledgement. I can't wait for the mountain goats to die. <laughs> I know. Get rid of some of that abuse. <laughs> Couple of those albums, you know what I'm talking about? Wow. Yikes. Uh, I mean, I had a great uh, dad, but he used you, to play those terrible albums. And Okay, so thought processes since when I saw the news to about now. Yeah. I'm really on board with you also, like recently, where it's like, it's like it stands to reason a billionaire who lost everything who is going to prison for life for pedophilia and will probably bring down a lot of his friends and stuff like would commit suicide. That yeah. is absolutely a likely like all the story kind of matches up. Uh, and uh, that that makes sense. Like uh, there is like say it took me a bit to be like, well, wait a second, you know, like everyone on earth is like, holy shit, conspiracy. Yeah. So I'm like, well, this is either the worst run conspiracy ever. Right. Or if that's the plan. But you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's like, I don't, I know mo news moves like a lot faster now, but after the Kennedy assassination, it took like a long time for people to really like, be yeah. like, whoa, what's up? And it just felt like the world instantaneously was like, yeah, Hil Hillary was in the prison cell with him and smothered him with her big butt. Like, you know, like I'll tell you what, what happened. <laughs> he drowned in her emails. He, he what? drowned in her emails. <laughs> yeah, he killed her with her. But I will say, to sort of prove yeah. your, your point before, to argue against myself, and again, like, it's not even arguing against me because I don't even care. That's just, I just feel that he took something from the victims and that's a sticking point for me. Yeah. How it happened, I guess I don't know. I could believe he killed himself, but I could also believe he was murdered partially because we learned from George W. Bush and his entire administration that conspiracies on a global level can just be stupid. Like they just <laughs> the Bush yeah, administration yeah. fucked up like so really miserably. Inept openly lied, <laughs> never found weapons of mass destruction, and then nothing bad happened to them. <laughs> really, really bad yeah. No, I, I think about that all the time. Yeah. That's why I'm really into conspiracy theories. And as we had to clarify off mic, I am not into paranormal. Aliens, that's right. I'm only into like global military political like kind of infrastructure stuff where it's like, I my main philosophy is that billionaires don't think like we do. There maybe is a sociopathic thing, but I also think humans in general really try to just take care of their own. They try and take care of their, care of their families. Yeah. And if not that, like they're close friends. And that's what cronyism is. That's what all this nepotism right. is and lying and shit and people who aren't like qualified for a job. And like, so a lot of like, you know, that alone is a conspiracy is like somebody just hired all their friends. Yeah. Like that alone is like Dude, kind of absolutely. like. Absolutely. 
enough, you know, but sadly it kind of isn't enough in a lot of cases. I don't know. And it is really, it is, it shouldn't be funny, but it is funny that in this case that is like one of the undeniably, there is at least a, some huge part of it. That's a conspiracy that involves like human trafficking and slavery. Yeah. I mean, and like trading money at such an insane level that one of the parts of the story is that the prison is understaffed. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. They're really like... Dude, it's it's almost like the Kennedy assassination thing where it's like, you know, I could buy a lone gunman, but also if you were trying... If you were almost like trying to make a crime that looks like there was something going wrong. Yes. It's like you did it perfectly. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if that is a type of psychology. And this is really me now getting deep into uh, like military tactics of sometimes they, everything's a lie. Like yeah, yeah. they're just manipulating the whole conversation for so long. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dude. It's like, I don't know. It's so hard not to get like fucking Alex Jones, like fucking they're <laughs> right. li- they lied. Right. So therefore they lied over here. Like, well, that's what's tough. Yeah. They didn't, that doesn't necessarily you lied to me. <laughs> I went on Bumble and it said in my area, there were horny singles. <laughs> But you know what, folks? You're going to want to go on Bubble right now. You're going to want to go on Bubble. You're going to want to check out. In your direct neighborhood, there are no horny singles that want to fuck Alex Jones right now. And that that's a travesty. That's, that's a travesty right now in the United States. Uh, he just, he do, just, is uh, that the way Bumble advertises itself? <laughs> <laughs> horny, horny <laughs> singles. <laughs> it's the horny one. It's yeah. the one for horny. Uh, they're not that horny on Match.com. <laughs> That's true. That's for old fucking barren pieces of shit, man. When I, d- I did sign up for Match.com a long time ago, and I was like, you know, 22, and I was like, this does feel too old. <laughs> yes, dude. I was like, I had no idea what the website was. I was like, this, as I'm going through this, everyone on this website that they're using for advertisements has dentures and <laughs> they're all looking for their grandkids on the homepage. <laughs> that's, that's upsetting. <laughs> it's just a picture of a graveyard. Where, where's uh, Kevin? Where's my grandchild? My daughter told me to watch him for a minute, and he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, okay, I, I am truly fascinated about this. I, I, it seems like you have read a lot of different takes on this. <laughs> what I know, I, I barely know what he did. Right. I know the, the okay. basics of what he, his crimes were. So, as I said, it's a big goose egg. Of a of a golden egg, yeah. It's it's just a such a egg. it's such a perfect like conspiracy theory because oh, right off the top, even if you're just like let's just believe the accusers, let's believe the women. That is what they are accusing him of is global <laughs> sex trafficking to wealthy elites. Right, yeah. like that is yeah. what his accusers right yeah. now. There's like there's a sixty. There's like yeah. There's like <laughs> sixty pe- to eighty people who are like witnesses. Like ready to go talking Dude. about this shit. So it's I don't know how the state of Maine is gonna recover. <laughs> They've had a rough road up there in Maine. It's a fucked up place, everyone. When I heard that, I was like a Maine senator. Wait. That's who who? Oh, I forget his name. 
But uh, that's like the first U.S. official that I think was outed. That was. Oh really? Yeah, like one of his accusers was like this guy was there too. That's fucking. And then insane. yeah, there's like there's a, a duke, fucking prince of Brunei or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're like they're slowly but surely coming out. And again, yeah, I, I'm totally with you. Like I really would just like the truth. Yeah. To come out, and that's my main thing is like. I don't think conspiracies are that deep. I think if you can just prove he was providing sex trafficking, that's that's it. Like that's that's yeah. gigantic. Then the conspiracy is just that people who bought slaves are lying. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know what I okay. mean. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, as we dip now into the conspiracy, like I think something that people immediately want to jump to is. I don't know what Trump's number is, but the amount of times Bill Clinton was on Jeffrey Epstein's private plane is like 27 times. Whoa, is that true? Yeah, 27 times logged. So that's just Damn. flight records. That's a fact. So it's and Clinton has not said really shit. Here's the best thing is this is recently he so he says I have not talked to Jeffrey Epstein in a decade. It, this is through, like, Bill Clinton's spokesperson. Je Bill Clinton has not spoken to Jeffrey Epstein in a decade. It's like, yeah, but Jeffrey Epstein, like, was, like, convicted of, like, fucking a minor in 2005. Like, that's <laughs> longer than a decade ago. <laughs> so it really is, like, this weird defense they put up. And it's like, yeah, but in 2005 is when all this began. You talked began. to him after people found out <laughs> yeah, exactly. he was a pedophile. Wait, wait, wait. Let's hold. Let's see what's wrong with Jeffrey. Exactly. <laughs> So it's like the, the shit's really starting to like kind of oh, compile. And then recently, say like today, that that painting in Jeffrey Epstein's estate that's like of Bill Clinton oh my God, wearing dude. a dress. What the fuck? I saw that and I was like, that is a hundred percent an in-joke yes. between friends. Yeah, absolutely. That is like if you had a framed painting of like an eyes wide shut meeting they had where it's like, remember the time Bill wore the dress yeah, and we yeah, decapitated yeah. that child? Right. <laughs> like, right. Like that, that's a hundred percent an in joke he had to frame and like, you know, put up there. And the best is like Trump and Clinton have basically both recently through their spokespersons had to be like, Oh, um, Jeffrey Epstein has like a private Island. And they're yeah. like, by the way, Jeffrey Epstein's private island, I have not ever been to. Like, Clinton oh, was right. like, I've taken the 27 no, log flights. No one was asking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, by the, way, by the way, the secret ultra cool child pornography island I have not been to. Yeah, <laughs> I wow. have not seen the ultra cool water slide. Yeah. I have not sat in the jello room and had toddlers eat off me. <laughs> Right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> By the way, just want to get this out there. Uh -huh. There's going to be a lot of wild accusations that I fucked my wife. I didn't do that. <laughs> What's One of the things that's so insane about this news story and this, uh, this just thing that happened in general is that like kind of a trope in American culture that I've always laughed at has been like, 
jokes about what rich people do in their spare time. And it like yeah. we there are movies about it, there are sketches about it. There's like all kind we all joke around all it's the like time four like purge movies about it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The idea that of like rich people pay to hunt people. That's like there's or torture people. Out. Totally. Yeah. Called the hunt, I think. Yeah, and there, or uh, there's another one called like hide and seek or something. Yeah. Like there's literally two human hunting movies. One right. got nixed and the other one's still coming and out. And then there's those stories like, yeah, well they had gotten done uh, having <laughs> sex with models, so uh they started uh Mm-hmm. Paying people to let them put cucumbers inside them and shit like that's one of the Def Leppard stories and uh, <laughs> and it's just like and have he you seen that Murder Fist sketch? In Def Leppard, <laughs> what'd you say? In Def uh, Leppard, <laughs> this dude's such a kink. <laughs> he had his arm removed, <laughs> and you know what's fucked up? He he's the drummer. He's the it was a weird move. I hadn't heard um, that about the cucumber with them. That's uh, or maybe it was poison, but you know that yeah, those fucking yeah. bands. And so, um, have you seen that Murder Fist sketch? Do you remember Murder Fist? Yeah, I know who they are. What's the sketch? Uh, first of all, if you're listening, <laughs> look up Murder Fist. Best yeah, sketches of all time. Absolutely. They have a sketch called. It's probably their biggest one. It's called um, Rehearsal Dinner, and. Uh, mm. The biggest name in Murder Fist is Henry Zabrowski from uh, last podcast on the left, and uh, he's in Wolf of Wall Street and shit. He's so funny, and he's the main character in this sketch, and he just gives this rehearsal dinner speech where he says that he got AIDS from a drifter and accidentally, and everyone's like, what? And it forces him to tell the story, and then he just tells all these stories, and so the joke is like what rich people pay to do like they find on websites on the dark web and shit. Yeah. He's like, I once watched an eight year old Mongolian girl eat a live bat, you know? <laughs> and that's what this Epstein story is. It's the real thing. They do it. There's that's- a plane where they buy kids. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I got a 10 year old, 10 year old, 10 year old, going on 11 year old, 13 going on 30, 13 going on 30, 30, 13, 13 going, going on 30. Zach Braff is there. I'll take Zach it. Braff is there. I got it. <laughs> And it was in that moment I knew that I got it. He has yeah. like a little inner monologue. <laughs> totally. While he's buying the child slave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. It's it's definitely dark. And you know what's funny is like I feel like a lot of the conversation ha- has oddly been gearing up to people being able to talk about sex trafficking. Like, I, I mean, I can't help but notice that going through airports over the last like 10 years, like signs that are like in the airport being like, Hey, if you see sex trafficking, stop it. Like, I see those in every airport now. Wow, I haven't seen that. Yeah, and like, I just am like, okay. What do you want me to do? It's, yeah, it's like, it's such a horrific crime that I can't believe that's just a public service announcement. No shit. By the way, if you see slavery, say no wavery. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God. God, dude. No that's way one of the funniest things I've ever heard. You know? That's one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Say no wavery to slavery. Give, give a goodbye <laughs> wave to sex slaves. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I just was like, wow. Oh, and then, man. you know, the next ad is like, cookies. They're <laughs> yes. on sale. On the- <laughs> Fuck, man. You know, that shit, I, I see it and it, that really does depress me. And that is why I think I gravitate sometimes towards these conspiracy theories about really rich people. 
Like for years, I've always. I'm, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> what? Uh, say no wavery to slavery <laughs> is just. Uh, Human trafficking is no laughing matter. You know what I mean? Like the <laughs> Let's pull slogan. sex traffic to a grinding halt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a guy like on a horn in his car, like as the ad. Yeah, and you're totally. like, what? Touching his watch. <laughs> Come, on. Come on. <laughs> no. No. Oh. Doesn't match. Man, doesn't match.com. <laughs> That's where you find your enemies. <laughs> See you in hell, motherfucker. Badmatch.com. You reach across and find Oh, I enemy. hate you. <laughs> oh, you piece of shit. Fuck, dude. I actually think I would really like to have a very solid enemy. Yeah, like, no, like an no. arch nemesis? Yes. Absolutely. Like, if <laughs> yeah. anything bad happened in my life, like my flat, you know, my car it's has like, a flat, I'm like, it's fucking Gary! Yeah. Gary! I was just screaming out into the sky, like, yeah, I know it was you! You get up in the morning and you're, and Gary is like, Hampton, I took away your coffee. And <laughs> Gary! I just named my I depression Gary. So- <laughs> you're the one who's behind it! Oh, the sabotage for years! <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> no, I, I would love it if like, someone was actively trying to ruin my life. It would make so many things fall into place. Sure. Be like, oh my God, that's why no one's picked up the phone. And <laughs> this is why, <laughs> you're, this is why you're sad about Epstein's yeah. death. <laughs> you wanted him to be your arch enemy. Epstein. But I have this obsession with, like, why would anybody need to make... So much money, it's repulsive. Oh, I've always thought that. It's right? mind-blowing. And my thing is, I think it's either this pathological need to just accrue wealth, which definitely works for some, but I think for others, it's like, this is how I afford this lifestyle. This is how oh, I sure. get to be this kind of like, you, you almost like envision yourself as God. Wow. Like I can do anything and morals don't really apply to me because I'm above normal morals. Wow. I think that's how a lot of billionaires think, honestly. Like low level, like, you know, the guy who runs Amazon, like he makes decisions on a daily basis that are like, hmm, do we really need like those like 16,000 people to have jobs? Hmm, I don't know. Right. Like it's just like, hmm, yeah, numbers. you know what? Yeah. Let them keep their job, <laughs> but we'll make it so they're unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What we got rid of? Yeah, it's like you know the new economy is like you know they fire somebody in your job and then you're like, oh well, I guess they'll hire someone new and like, no, you just have to do their job now as well as yours, right? And uh, take on more responsibility. And I mean, it's like I don't know. That's like almost a pathological entity, you know someone who's just running a company. It's like this yeah. type of mentality where like, I don't think I would treat people this badly. You hope. Yeah. And you, you pray that you, you know, wouldn't be the same as yeah. those people. But I also think like, there is a reason that like, people who become priests and stuff like sure. prey upon children. Sure. It's like they put themselves in a position to be like, well, if you call me a piece of shit, I'll say you're going to hell. Well, it's know, also it's just like, an interesting you thought that like you can get problems. away with anything if you have a lot of money because you can you, you can make things more and more and more private and you can convince people to do what you want if you pay them enough. And so, yeah, that's a valid thought, man. That's especially, I mean, like, let's say this dude when he was young, he was like, 
he's like an objectively smart person, probably. And he's like, well, I want to fuck kids. <laughs> I could probably do that a lot if I was rich. I could totally see that. Yeah. Or at least yeah. when you start getting wealthy, you're like, oh, I see the power this affords me. Yeah. In dark ways where you're yeah. like, you know, hopefully like a, a normal, I don't want to say normal, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully a normal person wouldn't engage in like predatory and dark behavior. But it, it's really interesting, actually, like the history with Epstein is basically him getting into um, like running mutual funds for people and kind of like just controlling other people's wealth, uh-huh. which is this fucking bogus ass goddamn job. Oh, yeah, job. it's a game, dude. It's just it's like such bullshit. he looked into it, too. And it's like, man, just do. telling a rich person, be like, I think you should buy like Amazon. Like you should buy Amazon. Like <laughs> that guy like makes money. Like the guy who just suggests. Yeah. Like, you should spend your money yeah. somewhere else. Like yeah. that's worth millions of dollars. It's crazy. And so like he gets put into this network of people and it starts uh, accruing where it's like he gets put in, you know, it's like almost like wooing clients. Yeah. It's like, well, we want to do business with this other client. So we're going to go take a trip to Paris and, you know, talk the deal over there. That's like a, you know, a middle ground. But then it's like, oh, what do we need? We need like uh, entertainment. We need uh, girls and like all <laughs> right. this shit that's just like greasy and fucking awful shit. But I see. I but see they justify how, it. I see how this class definitely starts justifying it. They're like, these are this, you know, this is how they roll. This is how that guy wants to fuck prostitutes. And where he's from, the age of consent is way younger and shit like right i'm sure it's like gray at first and then just becomes your fucking right i'm sure there's probably one person you know who's like rich as fuck and like it's like hey we have to impress this guy and he he wants there to be 400 sex workers on the plane and we do what he says and pilot says that's too many we're gonna go in the ocean but I, I don't care, he's man. He's got a lot of money. We got to get shit, the 400. Dude. What he's into <laughs> is 400 sex workers and that uh, we all die. So, <laughs> so we have to do the that. The captain's like, I am proud to be the captain of this flight <laughs> as it's going into the ocean. We have uh, 273 proud. birthdays on the plane today. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, so he got like into the, all this financial consulting, and it's just like all that financial consulting thing is basically a lar- large form embezzlement for like governments and royalty. Like, where are they putting their money? In like secret Cayman Island funds, and like, you know, best case scenario, worst case scenario, they're like buying arms for like. so he was like running all this money and like that's another part of the conspiracy it's like jesus christ it's like you couldn't have written a more like suspect profile for this guy yeah it's like by the way he was handling all the money for like (laughs) 9-11 like you know right it's it's just like the numbers of like problems this guy has just keep going and that almost to me again is like that thing of like it's too perfect a conspiracy to almost be a conspiracy. Yeah. I it's mean, like sometimes it, the most obvious answer is the right one. Yeah. He, he did pay for sex. He paid for his friends to have sex. Yeah. Everything you're saying sounds completely plausible. Not even just for them to do with their fucking weird morals, but like, 
as far as you are able to do as a person in the world. Like, it doesn't even seem that difficult. Yeah, that's where, where, honestly, any conspiracy theory I try and go for is generally, like, does it reasonable? Does it seem possible? Just seems possible. Yeah, it just yeah, seems yeah. like more like kind of reasonable. Like aliens. If you and believe Bigfoot. in, if you believe other people can just have really bad morals and believe they're good people. Yeah. Like something I always think about is when I would read comics as a kid. There was Magneto against the X Men, mm-hmm. and he would name his team of guys the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. <laughs> I was like. Who would just be like, we're the evil, we're <laughs> yeah, evil. No one. Everything we believe is bad. There's that Mitchell and Webb look I'm sketch. Like, yeah, what? Where they're like, <laughs> no one. Uh, it's like, like I forget exactly what the context. Do you know Mi- Mitchell and Webb look? I know exactly what sketch you're talking yeah. about. Are the we SS the SS officers? Yeah. yeah, they're looking at the little skulls on their hats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that some I remember in stand up being like, you know, they wore skulls on their hats, and someone was like, there's a there's a very famous sketch in England about that. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, because like at the time I was like, say this is a conspiracy theory I'll get really into is like who profited off of like World War II, and it's like all these German fashion designers who like made Hugo Voss, like who made the SS outfits. Yeah. Like, there you go. Yeah, I know. And like on our, on like our side, and I don't mean like fighting for our side. I just mean they were Americans. IBM, the like computer company that fucking started computers basically across the world. They were the ones who were like giving machines to like the Germans so they could like, Like they're adding machines for the Holocaust. Like they literally sold them. Wow. That shit. And it's like, so like sometimes with conspiracy theory, I'm like, dude, people are just self-interested and they're like, you know, they're yeah. dumb and they, they're like, I gave the, the contract to my brother. <laughs> Damn it. He's an idiot. Like that's <laughs> right. a conspiracy right there. It's just, you thought you could get away with something. Right. And you got busted. And like, yeah. Now we all have to just live in the world where, like, there you is know, a, Mercedes a, makes cars. I think <laughs> like there is a funny. Like that, there know? is a thing too. If you had privilege at some point in your life, mm. where like, we're like, okay. When I was a kid, I like stole something from a store once. I forget what it was. It was gum or some <laughs> Water shit. Money. Yeah, it was a it was a gun. <laughs> just just like and, uh, ten grand from yeah. a bank. <laughs> <laughs> you just stole something, yeah. yeah. And uh, my, like, I got caught, and they told my mom, and my mom got mad at me, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And I was a fucking white kid in a store, and uh, if I were, and I was 10 or 11, maybe 12, if I weren't a white kid in a privileged part of the world, that might not have been what fucking happened to me. Uh, the yeah. consequences might have been like, I mean, yeah, you know I what mean, I mean. This is sheer just geography. Of, <laughs> yeah. If that crime didn't happen in the United States, and happened or if it just in happened like, in Florida, and I was black, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Then you get into even just the differences across the United States. So, yeah. and the, like that's the type of privilege I had. And so there's like, I literally had to. There are times in my life where I've had to be like, oh, I should just. I don't even know what an example is because there isn't actually a concrete thing I really wanted to do or something, but I have had to check myself a couple of times and be like, that's wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like typical uh, <laughs> white guy behavior. Like I want to like pollute a lake. <laughs> like I just right. have that in me. I want to like, buy, I, 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 yeah, I want to buy Bahrain. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> every time I see like a, 
uh, like a duck, like covered in oil. I'm always like, yeah, I'm that's like, cool. yay, yeah, it was cool. Uh, you know? Yay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I can ruin some sort of wetlands and make them dry lands, I'm like fucking down. I can't think of an example of what I'm saying because I am such a, I am, <laughs> I'm truly a rule following square. Uh, I am a huge fucking loser. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I like you. There's, I guess maybe a good example is, I can't remember the last time I did it, but I think I've been in a store, I've been like, I should steal this. And it's like, wait, no, I am 30, and I could just yeah. uh, go to jail for that. And I should not do that. Yeah. And so uh, there's a thing, uh, if you like have privilege where, and you're never checked on it, we're like, and you're around other people that are not checked on it. You just like go about, and it becomes your morality because you forget that it's wrong because wow. no one else around you is getting checked on it, getting punished for it, and saying it's wrong. Yeah, and that doesn't make it better. It just explains how this could happen. It definitely, and that's what a conspiracy yeah. theory kind of is. It's a group of people not checking themselves, or they have a shared value system of like, right? You know, exactly. It's just like I wasn't taught any different like same something i kind of believe with trump is like he probably believes that like you know what nothing matters except for me and my family right like my family that's what matters and i think if you honestly ask a lot of people across america they would say the same thing totally they just it's that's what a republican is humor yeah humor (laughs) behavior it's human behavior and i think like no it's humor baby when you get to be (laughs) when you're then like wealthy and you've stolen and whatever cheated your way to the top it's the same sort of extrapolation where you're just like i I don't really give a shit about these things yeah i would give a shit if someone like hurt my family it's still the same logic right like or me because i think your family is is like an extrapolation of yourself yeah. It's this identity you've created of yourself. And, you know. Right. Well, and it's just like what the purpose of DNA is. If I learned anything from Jurassic Park, <laughs> it's to further the existence of that DNA, right? Can we? Uh, I am so curious about the conspiracy theories specifically surrounding his suicide. Okay. Uh, do you. I'm curious so if we can get into that. So far, the big one is about his uh, death that seems suspicious is, of course, the being removed off of Suicide Watch. Right. Like, uh, it sounds like this was maybe protocol, but also way off of protocol in the fact that this is a very high-profile case. And, like, a lot of these rules wouldn't be followed this way is yeah. what a lot of people are saying. It's like, you took him off Suicide Watch. He's fucking going. Like, this is like he one of the biggest cases. Yeah. But it's also like one of the biggest cases ever. Like, yeah. watch this guy. Like, yeah. it's it just doesn't follow the same sort of uh, right. rules. Okay, also his cellmate, <laughs> upon his first um, uh, suicide attempt, uh, his cellmate was basically an ex-cop who was in prison. So imagine the crimes that guy's done. Right. It takes a lot to fucking send a cop to jail. Yeah, and that yeah. guy like apparently had like five like murders on his like you know wow. like his Damn, record. Dude. So I thought he was just in there for torrenting shows. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? What'd you what are you in for? 
uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> so his cellmate was former New York City police officer Nicholas Tartaglione. Oh my god, dude. So already That's great. Nicholas Pizza Bites. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Nicholas dude. Godfather Part Four. Hey, what's up? My name is Prego Ragu. Yeah. Okay, so it goes who is charged with four counts of murder. Fuck, uh, was dude. questioned about Epstein's condition. Uh, this is after his first suicide attempt. Uh, he denied knowledge of what happened. Already seems crazy what? suspicious. That's fucking weird. Epstein himself said he recollected nothing. That's after Whoa, the first suicide attempt. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, this is already on record. Uh, two sources said that Epstein might have tried to hang himself. A third said the injuries were not serious and could have been staged. While a fourth said that the assault by his cellmate uh, could not be ruled out. So just like, wow, what happened? Like big old question mark. Like let's put him on suicide watch and then take him off and then suspiciously not be watching him when he dies. As Jackie Cation put out, like pointed out, she's like, I guess suicide watch means watching someone die from suicide. <laughs> like, Man. is that like Connor McSpadden, who I brought up already once, uh, tweeted something so amazing, and I'm gonna fuck it up, but it was basically like, um, the real suicide watch is the Rolex Epstein's guard is wearing today. <laughs> uh, yeah, so here's to his last um, suicide attempt. So on July 23rd, uh, oh, sorry, uh, six days later on July 29th, uh, Epstein was taken off suicide watch and placed in a special housing unit with another inmate. The jail had informed the Justice Department that Epstein would have a cellmate and that a guard would look into his cell every 30 minutes. These procedures were not followed on the night of his death. On August 9th, Epstein's cellmate was transferred out, and no replacement cellmate was brought in that night. That's weird, too. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. fuck it, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way for I mean, me not to get excited. Uh, I'm just like, God, yes. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, by the way, we mm-hmm. took out his... It's like, it's getting so fucking great. Um, uh, the... Uh, these procedures were not followed on the night of his death. Later in the evening, in violation of the jail's normal procedure, Epstein was not being checked every 30 minutes. The two guards who were assigned to check his jail unit that night fell asleep and did not check on him for about three hours. In the morning, he was found dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is fucking In what way? Insane. In what? Yeah. Right. There's Dude, no record of what happened to him overnight at all. This is maybe where it again then starts to... Yeah. Well, um, this is, of course, according to Wikipedia, as it's being updated the week of yeah. this case. So I'm going to believe that this is relatively true, truthful to the facts, but I, I will say that, like, I don't know, almost anything seems up in the air at this point that, like... Right. Uh, I mean, those pieces of information are so, so insane. I don't know if sometimes, like, like hacking like information or like sending out fake news and stuff like that is like even gets to as far as Wikipedia where it's like stuff is being updated by people who aren't informed and aren't, you know, reputable or something like that. But I mean, that's again, that's just, this is me going even further of like conspiracy. Right. You know what I mean? 
It's like if you were like, I think sometimes on my laptop, the webcam is looking at me. Right. I'm like, yeah, but what if the keys on your pad like read your fingerprints and have your DNA? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, sure. I'm like, guess what? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> There's like an ocean of shit that could be happening. Uh-huh. Like, so what are you saying? Like, what does that mean with regards to this? To this one, it seems like there's probably, I mean, to me, this is where I dip back into definite conspiracy. As much as I want to be like, it seems woefully inept. It's like, if this shit's true, if this isn't like fake information, that is alone crazy. Like if somebody just died like that regular who wasn't attached to all this other shit, you would be like, that is insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. So that's when it gets attached to somebody who's this high profile, who's this mesh with like, as we're finding like some Duke in Europe, like people who are really being attached to this case are like being exposed. So it kind of does. What are the theories though? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, Hillary. (laughs) Are people saying Hillary? (laughs) There's Hillary got in the cell with him, did hell in a cell. (laughs) She did. She did old school. Is anyone saying Hillary is behind this? Um, I think the go-to, yes, uh, really? definitely. People are saying, "Oh, it's Clinton. No, oh, it's Trump." Right. My, I'm like, I think it's Obama. I think it's bigger in the sense of like, which is again, conspir- pure conspiracy theorist. I think it's Brad Pitt. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's a a conspiracy theorist always does this shit where they try and come up with the theory that basically, no matter what the situation, I guess I was always right. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. conspiracy theories are a way of you to try and make some sort of sense of right. the world. Yeah. So it tends to get like even more like I would say one thing that's true is that maybe he was like really globally exposed. And you see a lot of this in like Saudi Arabia and stuff like that. Like, so it's funny that people go for Trump and Clinton, but like it could have been like anybody, all of them. Like, it's just like. All the people who are being accused, it all makes sense. Like basically, the people who are accusing them of being, you know, he's like he he sex trafficked yeah. me. They're like he sold me out to like right world leaders, right. So it's kind of like I don't even know like how long was that meeting where like the world leaders are like, hey, someone's got like yeah dude jeffrey's going down <laughs> we gotta kill jeffrey yeah, like, yeah. oh but jeffrey was like the party guy <laughs> <laughs> right oh he had that cool sex island that i don't know about <laughs> and now i have to tell everybody i didn't know about <laughs> like he's like I mean? spraying black paint on his photo of the island like it might be yeah <laughs> yeah it might be just too short-sighted to be like it's one person it's like the sure. global elites were like, this story's over. If you look, and here's another thing that lends into conspiracy. The woman who is mentioned by all these witnesses mm-hmm. as being like, you know, she is directly the person who was selling me and worked under him. And she is known to be his personal assistant, longtime girlfriend, which is not true. Huh. Um, like, this woman can't be found. Wow. She's gone missing huh she's probably not dead i think she just went into fucking hiding because she's like jesus so if she shows up i'm wrong but i mean like it is mysterious that no one can seem to find her the week of this man's death and after all this other shit yeah yeah so and she's being accused you know like she's being 
Like they're trying. So you're to find saying her. that they're they're like hiding the evidence. They're killing off the people I that. Don't know. I think what's interesting, actually, I again, this is like conspiracy theory that you have to come up with. That way, you're just always right, sort of thing. Yeah, is like, you know, what's funny is I feel like, and this sounds depressing almost, but like the the pedophilia, the sexual molestation, it's almost like the salacious frosting of the story that everyone, especially conspiracy theorists, will just latch onto. Yeah. And like, that's enough. But the problem is, is like, this guy was like moving money around for everyone who's a billionaire. Yeah. In very secret ways. Like in a lot of ways, I bet they're like, oh, oh, what'd they find out about? Oh, just the pedophilia? Oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, right. God. If they knew, <laughs> if they knew that Bush did plan 9 11, like, right. oh, God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I fear like, the money that he mo- that he worked with is is so substantial that that is almost maybe the bigger thing. Yeah, because a lot of his shit was like moving money to like offshore accounts. Wow, and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just so much money that like if someone was like, "I'm going down," and they're gonna take away my money, like, yeah, I'll kill you. <laughs> I don't know. That's again, that's me going like super. No. Conspiracy. I, I, you've basically sold me. I, I just don't know. I'm, I, I, I don't know. What I like about conspiracy theories is I just want to hear them. I just think they're fun to hear. Uh, I certainly don't Dave, think If you're going to want to go fun. on YouTube, uh, you're going to want to look up Joe Rogan experience uh, spliced with King of the Hill clips. Oh, oh fuck, dude. What? You're going to want to go on X videos, Dave, and check out a uh, hentai slash wife tits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Dave, you're going to want to go to uh, 7-Eleven and demand the ultra Big Gulp Slurpee. It's a mixture of Big Gulp and the Slurpee. I'm not supposed to give you that, but it's, of course, an off-menu item. So, you know, that's that's it, man. That's basically the case. Wow. I, I love how much you love it. And obviously you don't love it. I, but, uh, <laughs> it's just... Hard when people are like, it's it's X Men, Sonic the Hedgehog, chocolate ice cream day. You're like, yeah, like, <laughs> what? It's like Wait, all, the thi- all the things I love oh, in one thing. Fucking I, yeah, I, like suicide. I, thank you for explaining that because I did not know what the fuck that global meant. child uh, sex trafficking and uh, Illuminati shit. I'm just like, so I'm you're saying board. your favorite thing is global sex trafficking? Uh, yes, the global elites. <laughs> Um, yes. Um, yes. This is a little bit of a funny episode because, like, obviously this is a person who committed suicide. We talk about people who committed suicide. Supposedly. Gen- y- sure. Okay. Allegedly. I'm sorry. I Hillary. apologize. Alleged- her name is Killary. We have to at least- Her name it- is Killary Emails. Why would she name herself Killary if she didn't kill That's true. People? Everybody picks their own name. Draw the line, Dave. You're right. <laughs> no, dude. Connection. I agree on everything. Uh, <laughs> Killary Killer emails. Uh, this episode, yeah, it's just funny because we normally talk about someone's mental state, the emotional uh, yeah. makeup of a person, the way that someone moves through their life that might bring them to a place of suicide. And these 
every now and then we do an episode of someone where the case the the case of their suicide is like what was the name of Slobodan Praljak yeah. the the guy who literally committed war crimes and then killed himself in court yeah with people like that it's like not really a mental health discussion <laughs> we're just <laughs> yeah exactly it's like and I actually I do think in a way we addressed it where it's like mm-hmm. you know if if he did. Uh, commit suicide, which is very likely, yeah. you know, ninety nine point nine percent likely. Uh, it would all make sense, right? It's like, yeah, this guy is guilty of oh. horrendous crimes, and even still, fine to make fun. And I think it's just interesting that with this case, there's just so much like extra shit, you know? Yeah, attached to it. I mean, because even with that guy who committed war crimes, like. He kind of looked like Santa Claus, that guy. I liked him. Yeah, he was cute. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he liked liked him. uh, It was hard to be like, oh, that guy committed war crimes? He looks like he'd be at Old Country Buffet. You know, if he he were at the loony bin, I'd go. (laughs) Honestly, Um, go to an Old Country Buffet and mm -hmm. just in your mind be like, imagine every one of these people is guilty of war crimes. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be where I'm at, where you're like, no. Fucking Have you way. ever been to Toby Keith's <laughs> I Love This War Criminal? Um, no, yeah, with this with this one, I mean, it's hard. But I think also we recently have been trying to find episodes that we can talk about stuff that's maybe a little bit larger than a history in suicide. Yeah, and I think sure. something that I would like to get across is, yeah, you know, to people who listen to the podcast, I'm especially aware of people who are, who are I don't know, being exposed to this very public story of suicide. Yeah, And they're seeing how the public has to react to it, which I'm sure to a lot of people, they're like, it is so reasonable. This guy just committed suicide. I'm sick of people being like, yeah, you know, killery did it. You know, whatever I'm saying. Killery, dude. <laughs> the world we live in is so funny. Can't so, not say it. It's like, oof, this oh, is America. Dude. You know? Trump and killery. Trump. Trump and killery off, did it, dude. Um, I I also something I definitely should have said earlier in this episode and I fucking apologize that I didn't is that is that this is very triggering subject matter for people who have dealt with trauma and yeah. we talked about it a lot without us warning you of that hopefully the uh title and description of the episode you saw and you skipped it or sort of braced yourself if this is stuff that's like really tough for you to hear, which I I would imagine is a lot of you. But also I just kind of want to send love out to those of you who have dealt with childhood trauma and sexual trauma of any kind or abuse in any way. Recently it's just in the news and people are joking about it. We joked about it. It's hard, man. And I'm sorry that it's all been brought up for you. We're both on the same page of like, you know, this story is what it is, but our big thing is like, we just want actually the crimes to be prosecuted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like our, that's the main point of all of it. And I mean, I think it's just going to be an interesting time for society to have this open conversation. And, uh, I was mentioning this to you off mic, but I think it would be a good way to maybe close out. Well, I'll read this <laughs> quote and then let's give a quick plug to some dates we're doing sure but this is a uh, plug so we've mentioned the bill the clinton plug uh life. things but this is in uh <laughs> new york magazine in 2002 uh donald trump uh talking about jeffrey epstein in this magazine 
This is the quote that Donald Trump said. <laughs> he goes, I've known Jeff for 15 years. Terrific guy. Oh He's a lot of fun to be with. Oh, my God. It is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do. And many of them are on the younger side. No doubt about it. Jeffrey enjoys his social life. Holy what? fucking shit. shit. <laughs> oh, by the way, his secret sex island, I've never, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Man. <laughs> These people are such fucking criminally bad liars. They should be in jail for just being that bad at it's fucking It's funny, like, I, I really don't know if I think that we should be calling these conspiracy theories, though. No. Because they're just so... They're, it's just not... It's not... I mean, yes, we are theorizing yeah, about yeah. what happened in a conspiracy, but, like, literally... There is a conspiracy going on. Well, that, I mean, as I think we, we'd kind of talked about, like, that is why I do care about those sort of things. I'm like, every conspiracy theory I go off of is something that is very publicly known almost. Right. You know Aliens, what I mean? Like, Bigfoot. it's just, yeah, it's just <laughs> like, there's, there's kind of enough there. Like, I really get I mean, infuriated when people are like, you know, plus the earth is flat. I'm like, do you not realize on, uh, everyday level how much you're getting fucked on like just regular right. shit well this is like, just so I mean what you, <laughs> you just basically to... said was that the president of the United States of America was a party to human trafficking and that's like yeah, yeah. I mean that's just if you just sit in that I, that really dude, just made me so dude, sad dude and I the former that. president to before yeah. him goes, I haven't talked to him in a decade. Where the one I don't who everyone to him in a cites as like the best president. Of Not all saying he time. doesn't know him and he thinks he's definitely a criminal. He's just like I haven't talked to him in like ten years. Why yeah, are you no. asking all these questions? <laughs> you know, like it's like yeah, dude. Oof. It's just very, really, really depressing. That's why I'm saying it's not a like a conspiracy theory. It's just sort of like in some way. These powerful people trafficked humans. That's that. This is America. <laughs> Don't get you slaving up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, exactly. I'm, I'm really starting to get rage against the machine right now. Like, totally. I'm starting to get what those guys are talking about, man. Oh, you Why, guys. Because you yeah. want to come see some suicide buddies on the road? I'll bet you. Okay, yeah, segways. You, got, All you right. guys want to come see some of this political <laughs> discourse? We don't know what the fuck is happening either. By the way, Hampton has so much uh, theorizing about uh, this case and uh, this type <laughs> of case that we are going to be doing an entire Patreon bonus episode just continuing this conversation. So. <laughs> just- Patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. Uh, we do two bonus episodes a month for $5 patrons and up, and uh, two solo bonus episodes for $10 patrons and up. And so, yeah, go there if you want to hear us <laughs> talk out. more about what Dude, and there's so planes. many great old episodes, and like we do like solo episodes every now and then. You just oh. put up one of your solo episodes on the regular Patreon. and Yeah, I put yeah. up two solo episodes last week because I wanted $5 patrons to hear it. Here's another thing I can't believe I didn't say earlier in the episode. There's a track... My, so my album comes out August 23rd, which is next week. Uh, and like, I just, you guys are great. You're our fans of this show are the best thing that ever fucking happened to me. And, uh, and so I want you to hear at least something early. I put a track from my album up on the Patreon and it's not just for $5. Like you can pay anything and be a patron of ours. 
And so there are dollar patrons and stuff. It's up for everyone who's a patron of ours. So, uh, Toy. Yeah, dude. If you want to hear a track from my and, record, that's and, there. Um, come check out these road dates we're doing. All dates are on DaveToTheRoss.com and HamptonYacht.com. Coming to New York, Chicago, Houston, Madison. Uh, where were some Fucking of the- Asbury Park Asbury and Park. Portland, Maine and... Uh, Boston and uh, I take this long with everything I do <laughs> Manchester New Hampshire but yeah I think the two big ones are Houston September 28th and New York City September 11th which is not fun yeah come check us out <laughs> uh, come check us out guys yeah. alright we gotta record this bonus hell yeah dude glad you're alive glad you're alive Thanks for listening, folks. If you're actually actively thinking about suicide, we would hope that you would call 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They do incredible work, and they are better equipped to maybe deal with such a serious thing. Dave and I love you, and we want you back each and every episode. Thank you. Podcast Network.